This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. So one of our little tidbits, or Jeff's tidbits from uh, yesterday's This Day in Sports History, was the Mickey Mantle home run, right? The Griffith Stadium there in uh, D.C. Uh, went 565 feet. I found this interesting when I saw this last night. His next hit in the ninth inning was a bunt single. Nice. Okay. Uh, another guy hit a home run that day, too. Billy Martin hit a home run that day. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, <laughs> he didn't hit somebody. He hit a home run. So how about, uh, how about that? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, with regard to Texas Tech basketball, so Jalen Tyson officially puts his name in the portal yesterday. Um, and I guess, I don't know what they can and can't say or what they want to and want not want to say. Um, at what, okay, so let me ask you this, and this is just going to make your head explode. At what point in time do we start hearing about negotiations between players and NIL, you know, situations where it becomes a, quote, contract dispute, not a, we don't think he can play for us dispute or he doesn't fit our system kind of dispute, but this is, this is merely a money transaction that's the issue. Well, so what, if, what, if that, what if that's the case? And and we we have not elevated these NIL things to the to the point yet where schools and players admit, hey, this isn't this isn't scheme, this isn't skill level, this isn't anything other than money. Because I think at some point in time we're going to be headed for that, and that's and that's going to get particularly just nasty when you think about just having to deal with that. I'll agree with that. Um, I feel like it's an odd question unless you you think that this is a, this is a possibility what we're dealing with here. Is I that think the it case? Could, I think it could be a possibility. I, I don't know. I don't know enough yet. I don't know. I don't know enough. So I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it is because on, on the surface I agree with you. We talked about this yesterday. That it appears that for whatever reason they don't want him to be here the new the new regime no, that's not that's not what i said uh, either he doesn't like them or they feel he doesn't fit. okay both both it ways, could be yeah. either way it could be yeah. either way yeah okay I'm, i don't want to put it on the coaches if i don't i have no knowledge yeah of that. yeah and i don't so. I, I don't i don't need to so I'll, and i agree with what you're saying there it's, it's it's either he doesn't like what they've lined out for him or they don't like how he matches up but what if it's yeah what if the it's, whole the whole talk about you know yeah, they, the coach told him he was going to have to compete for a spot, and he didn't want to do that. Or, um, you know, coach told me he was going to they were going to he was going to have to work on his defense, and he just wasn't willing to do that. I just can't imagine athletes ever saying that. You know, you know. I, I mean, we'll, we'll go back to the Baker May, Mayfield situation, and you know, you know, him feeling like, um, you know, he should be the starter, and he wasn't guaranteed that spot. Okay, that's an instance where. Um, you know, and and then there was the talk of well, he didn't wasn't offered a a scholarship, which was a complete flat out lie that he was going to be put on scholarship. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I just that's one instance where I 
you know, have heard of, well, no, the, the spot's not guaranteed to you, and that's a quarterback position, okay, where it's like if you're not the starter, you're hardly ever going to play mm-hmm. kind of a deal. That's one time where I do think we've heard about a player who's, I don't want to say didn't want to compete for a spot. I think he knew he wasn't going to win the job. Okay. 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 My but, my perception of that was he he didn't want to he didn't want to compete. That he thought that he'd already won it. That he felt like he was maybe entitled. Maybe that's too much of a word to use. But that was kind of my take on it. That he didn't want to didn't feel like he had to compete for it. Uh, I think he knew he wasn't going to win it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah. in his heart of hearts. Yeah. And and so that's why we're instead of just accepting that or whatever, mm-hmm. we're going to blame everybody else. Okay. Sure, it's kind of what we do. Yeah, Jack, it's what we do. Um, but I, I just can't imagine Jalen Tyson getting those kind of. Hey, we want you to improve on your defense. Hey, we we need to make sure you're playing a team game. And him saying, "Yeah, I don't want to do those things." <laughs> That's possible, right? <laughs> I don't want to do those things, right? Because isn't the next school going to call? Grandma Castle and say, okay, so why why'd this guy decide to leave? And you're gonna say, well, we told him he had to play defense, and he told us now he didn't want to play defense. <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm gonna be like Kareem. I'm just gonna sit at this end of the of the of the court and skyhook it. Yeah, <clears throat> I I don't know. I I really don't know how to take this one, Chuck. It's uh, what you the point that you're bringing up with the NIL stuff, and it, uh, is it negotiated? Is it partly negotiations and all that? Is the reason that I, I've lost my love for the sport? I mean, for college basketball, it's just I just can't. I, the the new players in, new players out every year. It's just not fun for me. It, I mean, I know I know they put Texas Tech on their jersey, I, and and I hope they win. I do. I'm not rooting for them to lose in any way, shape, or form. But my interest level is just different because I just feel like. Uh, when when it comes down to the fact that I feel like these guys aren't here because they have any love or interest in Texas Tech, I I just am not interested. Yeah. They're here for the money, and uh, you know what? There's I mean a lot of people in this world. Everything's based on money. I get it. Okay, you know people work at as I took this job over that job or you know whatever. I left this one for that one because mm-hmm. of money. I get it. I understand. Okay, I I understand, but. It just feels different than college athletics used to be, and I don't feel that way about our football program. I don't feel that way about our baseball program or our track or our volleyball, whatever. It just college basketball, just especially on the men's side, it just feels so different. Do you do you think it's going on at this level in uh, at Tech football, and we just don't we just don't get exposed to it because there's so many players, um, or that it's not risen to that level yet for whatever reason. Well, we know they're all across the board getting twenty five grand. Yeah, right. We we know we know that. Okay. I mean, they're yeah. we, and I, I I'm I don't have an issue with that. I mean, yeah. everybody equal, whatever. I'm sure there's other players over there getting deals. I'm sure Tyler Shuck's getting something that the you know third string red shirt Defensive left guard back. is yeah, not whatever. getting. Right. I I would assume that, but I don't <clears> know. <throat> I don't have any idea. We, it just seems like we don't hear about that as much, at least here, uh, as we do the basketball. Basketball just seems to be, and the, on the men's side, it just seems to be so much more public. So there's two or three guys, whatever, making over three hundred grand for your basketball team last year. Do you think there's any guys over there doing that in football? I, I, I don't. Okay, I but don't. You do? I don't. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. But I, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you. 
Because it just doesn't. I think we would. It seems like we would hear something about that, or there would be some kind of rumor about that. Yeah. Um, and that's how we, all we heard about the other yeah. stuff was all through rumors. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, I don't know. And and those that that love to give the money usually like to tell about it too. It just kind of befu- <laughs> it just kind of befuddles me that. Um, and it's it seems this way like basketball in in nature across the country that you're 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 spending more on players than you are on football. I know that there's, you know, the isolated cases in, down at Texas with the quarterbacks or, you know, other places mm-hmm. with, yep. the, with, the, with the quarterbacks. I've definitely heard about them, yeah. You know, especially. It just doesn't seem like, it seems like every school uh, in the Power Five that's that makes any waves in basketball, that they have a roster that's loaded with basically hired hands. And it just... And again, maybe it's because of the, the the nature of the the size of the roster that you can't do that with football, or well, that. Just... And it's fun. It goes back to we've always thought of college basketball as the dirty sport, right? It's it, always been the mm-hmm. shadiest. Yeah. Okay. Is that because of the 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 uh, the shady characters that are involved, or is that just because there's only fourteen guys on the roster? Uh, probably a little column A, a little bit of column B. Uh, I think also. That, I think it's the shadiness of the people involved. And I think the the other thing is, is that with the shoe companies that got involved, you know, forty years ago. Um, so this has been kind of this is ex, this has been going on in college basketball for a long time. It's just finally maybe gotten a little bit more exposed. And I think the other sports are just trail far behind it in in this category. So it's just not as it's not as prevalent. Warriors, Nick Nolte, Shaquille O'Neal, and Penny Hardaway when we need them. (laughs) The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time for this day in sports history. And oh, by the way, it's tax day 2023. Here is Jeff McGuire with this day in sports history. Going to start us off in 1918, gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Because Cleveland center fielder Tris Speaker turns an unassisted double play. Oh, I thought nice. you were going to say triple play. That would be impressive. <laughs> right. Like the double play is impressive enough, but the the triple play would, that would take a lot of effort on his part. It's probably unique in those days, right? The unassisted double play? Yeah. For a center fielder? Yeah. That's unique today. Okay. Have you ever seen one of those? By an outfielder? Yeah. No. I guess he's playing shallow and... Catches the ball and then catches somebody sleeping at second base would be my guess, right? Comes charging in for Comes a charging in a short hopper and yeah, a little little looper makes the catch and gets to second the, before the guy us, gets give back. Us, give us the play by play, Jamie. Come on, come on, come on, come on. It's the one two pitch. Uh, I would guess the guy takes off on the pitch, thinking the ball is going to drop in center field, and he the runner's going. He dives and makes a catch, and then the. Uh, the runner sees he's going to catch it, so he turns and. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, actually, he doesn't even have to. He, I mean, the the guy comes in, makes the catch, and the, the runner just never turned around. Yeah, he just steps. And so on he sec- just walks and steps on second base. Yeah, as he's heading in. Yeah. Yeah. The hustling, the quick hustling, Trish Speaker. Yeah, that one, that's that one. That one's not that dis- difficult. The the unassisted triple play. You said he'd have to work pretty hard. For an unassisted triple plate, technically, you probably would have to work less because, like, the most obvious one, right, would be, okay, you know, let's say a shortstop, the guy, the guy's at first, runner's at first, 
runners at second, and they're off with the pitch, and and it's a kind of line drive towards the middle. He catches it, steps on the bag to double off the first guy that was on second, and then the runner from first just is coming his way, and so he just reaches out and tags him. Right, but he's a lot closer to the line that those runners are running on than the center fielder normally. Yes, yes, absolutely. That's what I mean by he's going to have to do a lot of work. That's fair. That's fair, yeah. But he probably wouldn't have to go too far because if he had to go far, he'd have to throw the ball. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 1950, the Yankees win 15-10 to after trailing the Boston Red Sox 9 to nothing in the sixth inning. Nineteen sixty four. The Yankees beat the Rangers once when they were trailing ten zero. Ouch. No, no, no ouches. A lot of good feels. Nineteen sixty four. L.A. Dodgers pitcher Sandy Koufax strikes out the side on <clears throat> nine pitches for a major league best third time in his career. That's pretty cool. 1966, Bill Russell becomes the first African-American coach in NBA history for the Boston Celtics. 1956? 66. 66, yeah. The NBA was ahead of its time. Ahead of the times, I should say. 1981, the longest game in professional baseball history. The Pawtucket Red Sox tie the Rochester Red Wings 2-2 in 32 innings, mm. the game would be resumed on June 23rd. And, and part part of that, okay. I don't think I don't know if the minor the minor leagues were not affected by the 81 strike. Okay. Don't know. Uh, 1987, Mike Schmidt hits his 500th home run. Off of Robertson from the Pirates. 1991, John Stockton breaks his own NBA single assist record with 1,136, while also committing his two millionth illegal screen. <laughs> with sharpened elbows. <laughs> 1995. I think that was an estimation, Chuck. I don't. I don't think that was an actual counted number. Okay. 1995, Kansas City quarterback Joe Montana announces his retirement from football. I think he was just beat up. He played for the Chiefs for two years. And in 1998, just three years later, in the NFL draft, Tennessee quarterback Peyton Manning is the first pick by the Indianapolis Colts. Was a good selection. Worked out well. I, I don't think they'd want to redo that one. It is National Animal Crackers Day. Oh, I was a big fan of the Animal Cracker. Yeah. Did you like the Did you like the frosted ones or the ones that just came in plain? Both. Okay. Both. Man, I haven't had an Animal Cracker in forever. By the way, remember yesterday was uh, National Cheese Ball Day. Yeah. Well, I thought, and I think you guys thought too, it was the cheese with the bacon on it, right? Sure. No, yeah. no, it was the the puff. It was the it puff. was the puff yesterday. Okay. So do you, you know, call like, those do you, cheese ball? You call those cheese balls? Well, when they're the balls, like when they're shaped as a ball, yes. If they're the the, I don't want to say twig, but like <laughs> stick yeah, looking thing. 
Polly. The stick looking thing, the, right? those are just puffs, but the, the balls themselves, when they're just the shape of a ball, yeah. Okay. I was thinking like you yesterday, so. Oh, sure. Yeah. I wouldn't call that a cheese ball. Kind yeah. of, upon further review, it is the little ball. So okay. go have one of those yesterday. <laughs> Happy birthday today to Courtney Kardashian, who's 44. David Tennant is 52. Conan O'Brien is 60. Melissa Joan Hart, 47. Jeff Dunham, 61. Miguel Cabrera, 40. James Wood, 76. And Derek Brooks is 50 today. And on this day in 1942, 16 American stripped down B-25 bombers launched from the aircraft carrier USS Hornet, 650 miles east of Japan, and commanded by Lieutenant Colonel James H. Doolittle, mm. attack the Japanese mainland. The now infamous Tokyo raid did little real damage to Japan. However, it did hurt the Japanese government's prestige because all of a sudden they could be attacked. Believing that the air raid had been launched from Midway, approval was given for an attack on Midway, which would also damage the Japanese prestige. Doolittle eventually received the Medal of Honor. A book describing the raid, 30 Seconds Over Tokyo by Ted Lawson, was adapted into a film starring Spencer Tracy in 1944. And that is this day in sports history. 6.52 this morning here on the Morning Drive. Thanks for being with us. The Yates Flooring Center chat line is open. Go to double-t-97.3.com for that. Or the mobile app, it's presented by Happy State Bank. Visual Edge IT hotline is open as well. You know, we had Easter dinner that I had not had in quite some time. I mean, and it's so, it's so simple, but uh, I just, I don't know if anybody makes it anymore. We had Jello, red strawberry Jello, with a little whipped cream on top. Sounds good. Yeah, it was good. I'm a big fan. It was. It was good. It was really. It was really good. Uh, big Huey writes in this morning <clears throat> as a tax professional, speaking for my fellow tax professionals. If you've waited till today to think about your taxes, don't call any of us. So saith Big Huey. I don't know if I could have announced that any better for him. Okay. okay. Big voice guy. Big voice guy, right? Mm -hmm. uh, this college basketball is turning into nothing more than AAU on a college campus. No commitments driven by money and playing time. Name on the front of the jersey doesn't mean anything. Mm. Okay. Mm. Uh, Paul, feel the same way about college sports. The cure for fans is to require them to perform academically strict and transparent testing with a 2.0 GPA in order to play each week. Just a 2.0? Wow. Uh, Dallas says this. Uh, I agree with you, JL. Even in the pros, you sign a contract and are at the very least expected to fulfill the minimal aspects of the contract. College basketball is 100% becoming a free agent market, not season to season, but semester to semester, heck, even month to month. Uh, Mike says, I miss when they stayed all four years and played and got an education. Well, that that is uh, that has long been gone. Man, I would be, I would accept a couple of years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, this this give them to feel like they're really a part of the school and not just a hired hand for a year. Yeah. All we have heard about is players leaving. Is anyone coming? NAL and Transfer Portal have ruined men's basketball. Hmm. Okay. 
your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. We will have Friendship Softball on the air for you tonight. They take on Odessa High. That'll be on sunny 97.7, 6.30 the broadcast time. 7 o'clock broadcast time for Lubbock Cooper Baseball. They take on Lubbock High tonight, and that's at 7. And then 6 o'clock we'll hit the airwaves tonight for Texas Tech and Grand Canyon. Uh, I saw in the notes you can call them GCU if you want. Yeah, they refer to themselves as GCU. Okay. A lot. Um, the Lopes. The Lopes, right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Are they the Antelopes? Yes. Okay. But correct. they just they prefer Lopes. Mm-hmm. The Lopes. Well, I, no, I think they go by Antelopes. Antelopes, but, okay. But you can... How will you call them? You call them the Lopes? Probably both. Runners on first and third for the Lopes? Mm-hmm. Probably okay. both. You want to give a little warm-up play-by-play nope. for us? Yeah. No? Mm-hmm. You, don't want to, you don't want to spill anything here. You want to use it all here, right? I don't want to bore people. <clears throat> okay. Um, we don't have any... Buddy in this uh, building, I don't believe, by the name of Kyle, do we? Don't think we have any Kyles. We've no, had them before. We've had we them before, know. but not currently. Uh, Kyle, Texas, is calling all Kyles. Would you like to take a guess why? They're going to break the Guinness Book of World Records, the amount of Kyles in one place. Yes, yeah, that that's exactly guess. right. Have you seen this story? No. Okay, yes. But I can read between the lines. Yes. Well, you've, you've done a great job of that. They're coming to trying to break the current world record for people named Ivan or Yvonne. Do you know? I don't know where they gathered and set their record. San Francisco. Kupreski, Kosai, in Bosnia and Herzegovina were 2,325 people named Ivan or Yvonne, depending on how you pronounce that word i wonder what the geological distance needs to be for that because wouldn't you figure like bubba would be the number one in louisiana (laughs) uh the world record attempt will take place bubba would probably be more texas or maybe alabama mississippi maybe louisiana like what's the confined space for that yeah i don't know the world record attempt will take place at the kyle fair texas tex Travaganza, Tex Travaganza. I think they should all go stand on Kyle Field together. Ah, take place at Lake Kyle Park in uh, May. Uh, in order to break this record, we're calling for any and all Kyles. We need tall Kyles, short Kyles, fat Kyles. Oh, they didn't say that. Young Kyles and old Kyles. Uh, city of Kyle. Probably skinny Special Kyles manager Claudia Rocha said. Skinny They're Kyles very, probably help. Very, very excited get about area. this. Gathering of the Kyles is Sunday, May the 21st at 4 p.m. Those who qualify need to sign in at the VIP tent. They'll take a group photo, and each participant will be given a free Kyle Fair t-shirt. Fair's going to run for three nights. They'll have a rib-making contest. Jamie, I know you want to get involved in that. Margaritas, crafts, food vendors, all kinds of stuff like that. Exciting. Yeah, figured it was. Uh, okay, so that's that's enough about that. Uh, what's the word on the basketball staff? I've seen two assistants and the strength guy. Yep. Yep. That's what you got right now. And I'm sure they're working on others. <clears throat> well, I think he's working on a guy named Kyle, but he's a little busy at the moment. <laughs> you assume, do you assume that there are more that uh, are a done deal that just haven't been announced at this point as far as coaches go? 
I think they're pending. Maybe they, okay. may, maybe they're pending with, you know, the whether it's the background check or the human resources stuff or things like that. Uh, I, I would hope it just, I'll, I'll be honest with you, it seems like this process has been really, really slow. It, it, it just, it, it feels that way. Uh, and, and, and I guess it feels that way because the last time that you had a, a coaching change, which was just two years ago, I mean, you elevated Mark Adams and he essentially kept everybody, added Steve Green, added Rick Cooper, right? Okay. Okay. I mean, essentially, you added Corey Williams, maybe. So, I mean, you added a little, but I mean, essentially, the, the core of the staff was there. When you hired Chris Beard, he basically loaded everybody up on the plane from Vegas and brought them all here, including Mark Adams, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and Brian Berg and, and a couple of other guys. So kind of felt like everybody was that, you know, that was they were often kind of rolling, um, you know, with regard to, you know, when you had, uh, you know, the Gillespie's deal was a little bit different. But he essentially he kept some people from from the night staff, including Chris Beard and and Bubba Jennings. There's a Bubba for you, uh, maybe the most famous Bubba in Texas Tech history, Bubba Jennings. That'd be hard to beat, right? Hard to beat Bubba Jennings, right? I mean, for me, it's him and Bubba Gump. Okay. So. There you go. You know, and then when when Bob Knight came here, he he brought he brought a staff. So I mean, I guess I guess when you kind of look at it. And same thing with Krista Gerlich. She brought a staff, you know. Marlene Stallings had a couple of her people already in place when she came, for better or for worse. Um, so, I don't know. It just it feels it feels like this process this time has just been delayed, and unfortunately, we have a lot of experience in these coaching changes. You know, we have a we have a lot of experience in going to the pep rally for the press conference, knowing. How the stage is going to be set, knowing what's going to be said, knowing who's going to be on the dais. I mean, I'm sure those that are putting on these things are tired of doing them too, with regard to women's coach, men's coach, football coach. I'm sure they're tired of, you know, hey, let's call the balloon guy, you know, call the pipe and draping guy, you know, let's make sure we get the band there, let's make sure we get the appropriate, you know, People there, let's set the chairs up. We know how to do this. I'm sure everybody is tired of that. And I bet you that they've said those things as they're doing that. Well, well we've got experience in this. Yeah, we, we know, we know how doing. to do it. Yeah, we know <laughs> what we're doing here. Yeah, we'll do it just like we did yeah. last time. Yeah. 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 So I, 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 I'm guessing that he's probably got his list of people that he wants to, to bring in and, um, you know, maybe I don't know if he's been turned down. I don't know if, you know, if he's, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, di- it's a different, it's a different feel this time with this coach because he is brand new. I mean, I realize he was here twenty something years ago, but he's really brand new. Yeah. You know, because he doesn't come from the beard tree or the Adams tree or the night tree or whatever. And 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 I'm not here to say it's been a bad start or a slow start or mm-hmm. anything like that, but I'm also. Uh, understanding of tech fans that are are feeling like man we're just not hearing much we're not hearing good news we're not hearing any news hearing any news but we're not getting good news right because the news you're getting is 
Well, I mean, Jalen Tyson's leaving. Well, yeah. Daniel Bacho's leaving. Well, yeah. this guy's thinking about leaving. Oh, this guy's going to – he's considering you in Virginia. Wait a minute, he played for you last year. We've seen other teams adding guys through the portal, and you haven't done that. Uh, somebody says the screen wasn't added until this last year. Right, I understand that. When Mark oh, – okay, I got you. When Mark – yeah, when Perry – Barrett Perry was first, right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right about that, Jared. Thank you. Uh, Chuck, do you have a good balloon guy? Yeah. I do have a good balloon guy. Yeah, it's the same guy that they use. Balloon guy. Yeah. Okay. Do you know, this is a true story, and you're going you're gonna to laugh at this. This is a true story, but, and it was our group. It was our group here. I th- or, no, no, it wasn't. It was a previous station I worked at. We, my station was responsible for the ones bringing in those long, skinny balloons. Okay. Uh, that they that they did at the at the at the arena way 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 back in the day, uh, we we arranged for that guy to come in and we uh, ran the advertising so that they could bring those in so that the the people behind the um, free throw line and I'm I'm talking twenty something years ago okay mm-hmm. and and eventually the university took that over which was fine which was fine but we're the, we were the ones that got that set up originally because I I saw that at a I think I saw that at an NBA game or somebody else. I mean, it wasn't an original idea. I thought, well, that's, pre- that's pretty cool. Then I called our – we had a balloon guy at the time because we, we did a lot of remotes at grocery stores and car dealerships and wherever. And we found that <clears throat> if you have a screaming 5-year-old or 3-year-old or 6-year-old and you give him a balloon, boy, then mom and dad are really happy with you. And we learned how to time on the wrists properly so that they wouldn't slip away. Smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had a helium tank and – Balloons with the station logo on them and everything. I mean, was, did you ever suck in some helium? And absolutely. Then, of course I did. And get up there and talk? Yeah, of course I did. Would you mind doing a show like that one time? I'll do it. I'd do a, I'd talk to you briefly like that. Okay. But helium is really hard to come by now. Because, we just need him to call in on the phone again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, 725 this morning. I, I guess I guess what we all, all we all need is a we need a shot of patience, right? Yeah, no, but, that's there's but I think truth to people that. are tired of hearing about patience and letting cakes bake and all that other kind of stuff. They just we want results and we want them now. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jamie's question of the day on Double T ninety seven three is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. All right, what you got for me? All right, I think I've got a pretty simple one here today. I'm looking forward to that. We're sticking with Red Raider basketball, which has been the topic of the day. Mm-hmm. So Grant McCaslin was able to do something to make you excited at this point and sign a new commit. You know, <clears throat> sign a new commit. Get a new transfer portal guy. What position would make you the most happy? Oh, man, if you find <laughs> Well, I think that I think the obvious one is is his point guard from North Texas, Tyler Perry. If if he was coming, if he would announce that that guy would announce that he's coming here and had signed whatever it is, <clears throat> commitment of intent or you know financial you know commitment or whatever those things are, I think that would that would really that I think that would be the guy you go okay. I feel like that we're on a good on a good track. Okay. I'll stick with that. To be different, because I would probably say point guard as well, because um, that was 
vastly lacking in the team last year. But right now, you don't have really anybody. So you can fill lots of positions right now. How about a huge shot blocker? You get back to some Tariq Owens-type guys. Now, granted, he was a freak, and there's not one of those just every single year, but somebody that can absolutely dominate the paint on the inside and, and affect the game defensively on every single shot. That would be fun. I like both answers. I really do. Uh, I uh, I think I feel more like Jeff. I think the importance of Grant McCaslin's defense to have a, a shot blocker, not, not that you couldn't be a really good defense without one, but that would allow his guys to be more aggressive on the wings and really, really kind of get back to that stifling defense that we saw in the past with the Red Raiders. I, I think his system and style with a good shot blocker, I mean, you could see some really good stuff from the Red Raider defense. So, man, I do think a, a pass-first creator of a point guard is important. Um uh, those kind of guys are few and far between nowadays. It feels like every point guard is more of a scorer on his own than he is a distributor. Um, but I uh, and I, I don't think that Perry is necessarily that guy either. He's more of a scorer too. So I I, I think a a big time shot blocker, you know, would would be would be massive for the Red Raiders. So I'm okay. gonna, I'm going to lean towards Jeff. Okay. Uh, we get this. Perry and Pop are the same position. We don't need Perry. Perry is a Shoot first guard. Yeah, and, and we've already kind of gone through that this past year. Yeah, and I mean, you make a great point, and um, you know, I just, I, I just wonder. Okay, how solid is Pop Isaacs? I mean, are we? Is it? Is he? Is he solidly entrenched, or is what he said? Is that enough? Maybe that's enough. And maybe maybe you don't need the other guy. So you're thinking there's still a possibility that I don't I don't leave. I don't I don't know. I'm just spitballing. I mean, yeah, I, I don't I, think I am at this point. You I, you feel f- pretty good about Pop? Yeah, I think okay. he's staying. Okay, at least for this year. Yeah, it must have been hard for Chuck not to say a seven foot big man. No, you're exactly right. Yeah. Get and us. in fairness to Chuck, if he had gone the seven foot big man, I would have gone the point guard, like. Uh, I think those are two huge needs for this team going forward. I I just raised my hand. He doesn't need to be seven foot. Okay. He's just got to be a shot blocker. I mean, Tariq was now seven foot tall. Yeah. Be nice, though. Uh, somebody says this. Yeah, because I mean, 6'11 guys can't get it done. <coughs> just that whole inch inch pure, that they missed pure, out on. Pure, pure. They all those extra inches. Well, then why are we not asking for a 7'5 guy? Pure marketing. Because those guys aren't in control Marketing. of their, <laughs> those guys. Because those guys aren't in control of their body. The seven six guys. You ever see Sean Bradley? That guy was a tall glass of water. Thanks, Chuck. <laughs> you know, I mean, he was breaking news here on the morning drive. <laughs> right, breaking news. Hang on, you're telling me that an NBA player is tall and right. he's seven six and he's tall. Yeah, but I mean, he was and he was just like he looked like a he looked like a. Daddy long legs, you know, just could never get control of things. What did he sound like? <laughs> Dominant post player. Not many of those around. Yeah, well, you got you got that. You got that as well. Uh, Seven thirty-five this morning here on the morning drive. Get your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. I just think with Pop Isaacs, you you need more of a 
a point guard that it's a, a creator, a distributor. I, I mean, you can't have another smallish point guard that wants to shoot first. It, it just it, it didn't work. I, I told you yesterday, I thought the roster was constructed constructed badly with the backcourt being those two. So bring a guy like that, that in, and we're doing the, we're dealing with the same stuff. Yeah. Uh, somebody says they agree with me, but actually they agree with Jamie. I think Pop is entrenched here unless a big offer comes his way from NIL. Well, <laughs> oh, he um, agrees with me on that. You, you think he's entrenched regardless? Well, I I mean, we heard he'd already signed a new deal. Yeah, right. But I mean, we heard that about Tyson, too. I don't think Pop is leaving, leaving before this season. No. Okay. I think he's here for this year. Okay. Didn't he just announce that? I think so, but I mean... I thought so. I mean, it's not like there's a, there wasn't balloons at the press conference kind of announcement. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'd be really surprised if he left at this point. Am I missing something? Because Shelly says tall glass of water means something entirely else. Something else entirely. I've always heard it as someone who is very tall. Me too. Jamie? Yes. Okay. Yes. So if you're missing it, so am I and so is Jamie. Yeah, Jamie misses yeah. a lot. Uh, D-Rock says, did Chuck call Sean Bradley a tall glass of water? What the heck, Chuck? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't I don't either. I, I don't either. Do I need to go to the Urban Dictionary or something? I don't know. I, I, but, you know, I think... The way they're I reacting, I'm a little afraid to. I like being in the dark at this point. I think it was called a... I think the term is tall drink of water. Tall drink it? of water? Maybe tall drink of water. Maybe, maybe so. I think... I think that's the term. Yeah. Uh, but tall, maybe I'm wrong. Somebody says tall drink of water is talking about him being a good looking guy. Okay. Means attractive man. A tall drink of water? Tall drink of water? That, means that, he's an attractive man. I did not know. Well, I've never been tall, so I don't know that. And I've never been attractive, so. Yeah. Now, he, he, <laughs> so, we got all bases covered. Here's. And I, I thought about this when I said this, because I was like, okay, I think I think this happened, and it did. So, Sean Bradley was in a... Bicycle accident. And he's Got paralyzed. Car, yeah. yeah, so he's he's not so tall anymore. So, I mean, that's, that's unfortunate. Okay, so a quick three-second Google search. Uh-huh. When someone is described as a tall drink of water or a tall glass of water, mm-hmm. the meaning is that the person is generally long-legged and very attractive. It's not a common expression anymore. I've just always heard it as someone tall. Me too. I didn't. Usually tall and skinny. Which. No, I don't know. None of us qualify for either one of those things. Why is tall drink of water means attractive? I don't know. You'll have to ask the missus. Maybe you can take a tall drink of water while enjoying their beauty. I don't know. A a large drink of water. I don't know. Some things. Some of these things we come up with in this world are just, it's just dumb. That's just dumb. <laughs> just dumb. Well, if you called a girl a tall drink of water, that would not be probably not go over well. Not usually handsome girls, no. Yeah, right. It's a little yeah. weird. But if they're tall, yeah. You you guys are focusing on that. Jeff read, when he read it, he said the first part meant that they were long legged. Yeah. So is that an insult to a girl to say, "Man, you so. got long legs"? I don't think so. I don't know. I, I hope, hope my basketball playing daughter yeah. becomes a tall drink of water. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm concerned. I'm I'm hopeful that all of you that are describing all this is like our, our women. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, 
740 this morning here on the morning drive. It's amazing what we kind of drive off into some mornings, isn't it? I've stopped being amazed. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty typical. Fascinated by that? I'm not fascinated Mm -hmm. at all. Okay. Boom, boom, boom is next this morning here on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3 and double T 97.3.com. Pepsi Man is in Lexington. He wanted to know if he should go to the baseball game today. Yeah, sure. To see Kentucky play. All right. You should. If you need us to tell you to go to a baseball game, you're doing it wrong. I think he was just looking for a little advice. He's looking to brag that he's going to a baseball game. Yeah. Just go. There you go. Enjoy the game. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Thanks for being with us. This is uh, hour two of three of uh, the Morning Drive. An hour from now, you'll hear the end of the bench and then uh, the bottom line at noon today before Tech Talk from uh, three until Red Raider baseball time in Lubbock. Uh, Tonight is Bark in the Park at Rip Griffin Park. So you can uh, you bring your dogs with you. You suppose they'll have like uh, water bowls and things like that set up for the dogs. Probably. You can go, they usually do. Go get a drink. Um, I don't know if they have any uh, treats, you know, set up for them. Like, you hate this so much, huh? You hate this so much. I do. <laughs> I, I do. Don't get me wrong. I was going to enjoy it no matter what. But the fact that Chuck hates it makes me enjoy it just a little bit more. Are you going to take Indiana tonight? Uh, maybe that's a thought. I hadn't, uh, I, it's a thought. I hadn't, I mean, could he handle the other dogs? I'm just curious. We go to dog park every week. Okay. I just, I just, I just, I don't know that he would handle just sitting there though. Okay. Without I mean, running the around. The Sanders had bark in the park this weekend and there was nothing bad about okay. it. Okay. I just, I just, I, I think. There's also usually just a lot of barking early and then it transitions to just a lot of dogs sitting and watching like they calm down after about the second inning or so well i mean y'all enjoy okay everybody take their dog and enjoy well that's the idea yeah we need take, we need bark at the usa no, no we I need would, bark in the building no no i mean i i can't say no because on highest he likes to bring his dog here to pester me <clears throat> oh, it's not just to pester you. That's just a perk. <laughs> the year that, or the, the one time that it was um, bring your dog to work day, and Chuck was so angry about it. In I, the was morning. I was and angry. I was angry. So when I went home at lunchtime, I brought my dog back. Yeah. Took a picture of him on Chuck's desk just to anger Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Red Raider two guns. So Chuck is the fun sucker now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Bullfighter is adding this to the new list of, okay. uh, of I guess, atrocities that I've committed. I, I don't think this one is nearly as bad as your take on DeMar DeRozan's daughter. Just okay. my personal opinion. Okay. okay, yeah. I just thought it was, I just thought that was not cool for a player's daughter to do repeatedly. One time, maybe, but not, not repeatedly. Anything that causes the opposing team to miss a free throw, I'm in. I just thought there was a certain decorum for players' families and, and things like that. Because I feel like that if that had been done to DeMar DeRozan, he would have he would have had all kinds of some kind of you know 
uh, outrage about it. Like I be. said yesterday, just can you imagine how much we would have talked about this if it was the young phenom doing that and helping the Lady Raiders beat the Longhorns. It's it's and and I have to admit, you got me on that. Okay, yeah. I have to, I had to admit that. Mm-hmm. I had to admit that, that would have been a proud big claw right there. <laughs> We've been I mean, hearing about it in football season. He, he's, he's, you know, probably could do that. Uh, let him see. know that he's getting outworked. Yeah. <laughs> DeMar DeRozan's kids helping him win games. Yeah. Uh, speaking of dogs being well-behaved, Jamie, did you hear Gus say Choice was milking his whole getting neutered thing? Something to think about. Is that true? Choice was kind of milking that a little bit? I have no idea what he's doing. Okay. And he's currently sitting at his desk. Yeah, okay. I have no clue. Okay. Choice told me he needed a couple of days off for health yeah. stuff, and I said, okay. Okay, yeah. Right. I didn't know, know that's what he was doing. Well, he made it, I think he made it public. Yeah. That I don't ask was, questions that right. people don't offer up uh, somebody says, um, answers to, so yeah, I just right, I right. move on, whatever. Right. He uh, gets his days just like everybody gets sure, their days. Right, right, yeah, yeah right. I'm not, I'm not outraged by it at all. Mm-hmm. If they're going to have Bark in the Park, you should have to buy a ticket for the dog. How do you feel about that? No. Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, I mean, that there's a reason they don't do it on the weekends when it's packed. Sure. I would have thought Jamie's dog would be named Yankee. No, Winfield after Dave Winfield. So it's named after a Yankee. So there you go. Uh, somebody wants me to have a cat. No, we're, we're done with animals, even fish. No, nothing. We're done with we're done with live plants and live animals. Okay, live humans are still welcome, but that's it. No live plants outside. No. No live animals that can roam. Done. Jeff, do you have plants at your house? I have two mint plants in my backyard. Like that, not we're not like talking the grass in the backyard. We're just, but I wonder how many people have the same stance as you that no live plants. I wonder if that's a pretty typical stance. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure that it's not. The mint is a relatively new addition. Mm-hmm. It, it went along with the initiative last year yeah. of um, making my own cocktails at home. All right. So, what's your take on uh, Grand Canyon, GCU, the Lopes, the Antelopes? What's What's uh, what's your concern level here tonight? Well, always concerned. I think they're good enough to beat you. They've beaten you four straight games, as a matter yeah. of fact, two in Lubbock and two in, in Phoenix last mm-hmm. year. Um, they, they swept you in those two games. And so um, you'd be silly not to be concerned. But at the same time, I don't think they're quite as good of a team as they were last year. But, you know, we've, we've seen from this Red Raider team, they can be really good on certain days and uh, pretty – Pretty mediocre on other days, like, um, like the last time they were out there. Yeah, that you, was probably less than mediocre. <laughs> okay, uh, you said uh, uh, Tabor fast. What you don't want to see him do tonight is throw strikes. Yeah, I mean Tabor's got pretty good stuff. It's just a matter of him being able to command it, and um, he, he's a guy that's been just killed from lack of lack of uh, strikes. You know, so pitching behind a lot and um, and walking guys. So he's he's got to find the strike zone. When he finds the strike zone, he's you know, he's a he's a good hand to have as Chuck would say. Yeah, good hand to have. Do you want it can he go four innings tonight or is that Sure he can. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, Carter Young is his opponent on the hill tonight. Fast, by the way, is a left-hander. Carter Hill, uh, Carter Young is a right-hander. He's 0-1 with a 7.59 earned run average. Red Raiders saw him last year, four innings, three runs. He was okay. Okay. Pedestrian? Yeah, not yeah. great. Yeah, meh. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I Jamie, think he walked like five in that game. Jamie, will the concessions have puppy chinos tonight? I don't know what the puppy chino is, but I would imagine the concessions will not have food for okay. the dogs. Okay. Uh, somebody says mint is a weed. Okay. <clears throat> well, I haven't killed it, so there's a definite possibility of that. <laughs> I didn't say I was a gardener. I just said I had two plants. Uh, Adam says this. Sup, homies. I feel Chuck would be beside the young phenom yelling too. Ha. Huh? Sup, Adam. <laughs> uh, uh, man, this, there would have been videos all over Facebook. Maybe I can see been. Chuck becoming a bird person in his retirement, just <laughs> chatting up a parrot. Oh, I thought you meant a bird watcher. No. He's way, way bird, too impatient for that. Bird person. A bird person. Talking to a parrot. Chatting up a chariot parrot. <laughs> Can't you hear him now? Want to go to the hotel? Want to go to the hotel? <laughs> Probably so, right? <laughs> from distance. From distance. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.